Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's great to have your company. My name's Tony Nichols. I'm the CEO and founder around here. That's what they call me. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm only just getting used to it. It's hard. Yeah. It's a funny one. We help organisations, our clients, get their messages across in the press. John Sullivan, the great BBC Welshman, joins me right now. Thanks, Tony. Great to be here as always. Hey, um, how do you select a PR agency? Well, I can definitely tell you how not to. You know, sometimes people send me an email with a with a brief, really limited information about what they're trying to do, really specific budget, and they say, can you help us? Can you send us a proposal, a template? And they don't even want to have a conversation about anything, their key messaging, their audience. What are they trying to achieve? You know, what are the key metrics? Who are the key spokespeople? You know, where are they based? Very limited information, and you think, to me, they're almost failing before they even start. That's fear, right? Yes. I'm sensing this, the busy CEO who flicks that to the marketing person or assistant and then it, the brief goes out, but they're almost looking for a servant, not a partner. Yeah. It's a mindset problem. It is. And don't get me wrong, you'll find servants who do everything you want. Yes. But dealing with a partner is a different thing. A partner who has experience or actually knows how to be successful, different relationship altogether. Yeah, it always worries me when I speak to someone and they say, oh, look, other people have just sent us a proposal. They didn't want to know any of this stuff. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, but then what does that tell you about them? Have they really engaged with what your goal is? You know, what is the purpose of your organization? You know, what do you stand for? What stories are you trying to tell? What are your objectives? Have that conversation. Obviously, we have a complimentary process where we like to get to know people and try and dive into the stories to say, do you really have stories that we can tell? You know, are we a good fit? Have that natural, organic discussion. But I think sometimes people don't even want to go there. It's kind of disconcerting. But we are in the keyboard warrior era. Everyone's comfortable on, you know, the earpods in, tapping away on the computer. People seem to be scared of relationships. But I think if you're dealing with your brand, which is potentially the biggest asset in your company, you need a partner. You need some serious consultants that can elevate your brand. And you're in the priceless territory now. People are worried about spend, right? Fair enough. You've got to be careful with your money. But for what you're spending, wow, the upside can be incredible, well beyond money, like the leverage and the synergy. So I would say, big error that you're alluding to, you're not paying much respect. You're sending out very brief briefs. They're not coming from a senior person. That's another massive downfall, Tony. Sometimes you're dealing with wonderful marketing people or or communications people, but then we have the authority to make the decision ultimately. And really, they're not thinking at that high, high strategic level that the industry leader eventually who's speaking to the media is. And we need to be engaging with them early. So my biggest advice is make sure your key leadership, board, executive, CEO are involved. Absolutely. And I think it's a values exercise. Yeah. People miss this. I think, oh, we're looking for a PR. We need a PR crowd. Straight away, there's distrust. Yeah, suspicion, fear. Straight away, right? And and I guess maybe rightly so, because there's probably dodgies out there. And and there has been historically, right? Trust is a huge issue and it's price. So then we we got the barriers up and we're not even having good conversations at the starting point, let alone building a relationship. I mean, I personally think it's a values game. So if you get your values down on paper, you should know what they are in your organization. And then you do have to ideally get your head of department or your CEO, put five phone numbers in front of them, make five phone calls and talk about values. Because you can get that super cheap PR company. I think but you're going to get that company you don't want no. who will take any client and do it for very little. But congratulations, you're not spending much money, but what's the opportunity cost? Yeah, there's no excitement or um, enthusiasm or artistic endeavor if you go that route. Whereas if you spend the time interviewing people, asking open questions, getting some answers, being surprised and going on the journey, that's when the great stories really come out and that's when you're going to get cut through success. 
in the media, and I know that excites our team and our PR delivery mm. team too. It's like, yeah, here's the wrong way to go about it. We want three press releases a month for the next three months. What will it cost per hour? Or we only want to spend a defined amount. Yeah. They're not even engaging about the reality of it. And they're not even actually thinking about, well, who, who are the people you're trying to reach? Who are the audience? Mm. And what are the key messages you're trying to get out to each different audience? Some people don't even think about that. Mm. People are super busy. And, and, and I do forgive them for not thinking about targeting and the like because it's not their game. Fair enough. Super busy. Rush, 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 rush. But I think picking a PR firm, and if you've never done it before, I think it might be a little bit like buying a car. Yeah. You're putting some thought into it. Definitely. You've got a budget aside. You know, you've got car finance. And you're talking to friends. You, you, you're in and out of different dealers. But it's you doing it. Definitely. You're getting a, a strong sense of things. So it's funny um, knowing how the market come to us. Yeah. We have created a process that just pushes people away that treat us like that. Because why? Because we're looking to partner. Yes. It's a different relationship altogether. And there is some investment of time required, especially at the start, to establish a fantastic foundation that will be successful. And I think those that spend the time at the start, you make huge savings in time and money, and you get huge success as the PR program rolls out. And we like to media train our would-be clients. We like to provide them with content they can use, whether it be a podcast or a video shoot or a photo shoot, because we know that journalists and first-tier media outlets and second-tier media outlets, they need this stuff. It also goes wrong when you hire your agency full of mistrust and fear. Yeah. Which it happens, right? It's like a bad relationship. You've all yeah. been in them where, where you start off on a negative footing yeah. and it never gets any better. It doesn't get any better. And then week one, where's the appearance on the project? Week two. Because I do think that we do buy and we've got cognitive dissonance. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. I'm in now. I've signed the contract. And you do naturally start getting regret front up. Yeah. And then what what do you do coming from that place of fear? You really put pressure on this agency now for a result first seven days, yeah. just so you can feel better about a decision that you probably didn't put enough thought into in the first place. Yeah, and exactly right. And that's why we were very careful with our delivery of PR to make sure that the key spokespeople are media trained. And indeed, there has been some form of a photo shoot or a video shoot and perhaps other content to make sure we've really got some strong foundational stones that we can build upon. And journalists love this stuff. And it gives confidence. And you also get great ideas from the process. Then we're together, we're excited, and we're going on the journey, which will take time because all the best relationships, they take some time. Can take time, right? So, you know, I'm 21 plus years with my wife, more in love than ever. Yeah. You know. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That's a great thing to say. But but it's true, though. Like yeah. relationships, you know, I'm not saying your PR relationship should take 21 years no. to bear fruit. No. Yeah. But I think the month one, month two, month three, you've got to be chilling in this relationship. Yeah. But you've obviously got to be seeing the deliverables, yeah, right? Yeah, there's always checkpoints yeah. on any yeah, journey, yeah. isn't there? You know, mm. the markers that we need to reach. And we're, you know, we need that, too, because we need to feel that we're being successful. But I think time, patience and hard work, they're, they're three key elements to it. Select on values. Yes. Yeah. And I say poor you because I always feel sorry for the marketing people and the commerce people who get given these impossible tasks. Yeah, it's like balance this equation. Yeah, and I know it's hard as an employee to tell your CEO to get stuffed. It is. You can't. Yeah. You can't do it, You're right? Not do it. You can't do it. But I think your career relies on you being as influential as possible if you're working in comms. Yeah. So if you're you are lower down the rank in an organisation, given tasks that are impossible. Even just in your career, I mean, the bosses and CEOs 
uh, need influential people around them. So being an underling that just does what you're told is actually, you don't have a future if you're that person. If you're not helping your CEO, if it's yes sir, no sir, you might have to say to your CEO, you know what, to get the best result here, I think you should get on the phone. And that will get the best result for the company. Make you look good as well, Mm. because you will get the best result for the company. Yeah, that's right. If you've got expertise, use it and don't be afraid to push back and you will get better outcomes. It's better to do that than not stay in silence, have a terrible outcome and Mm. find yourself in a negative position. There's a whole podcast, John, I think, in dealing with your CEO. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because they're busy people. They've got so much going on, accountability, responsibility, constant pressure, but this is a key part of their role. John Sullivan, thanks for your company. As always, Tony, a pleasure.